The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Okay, yeah, dude. So, yeah, okay. I saw it. It was it is what it is, but more importantly, I just want to talk about the timelines here. Okay. Yeah, all right. So you have What exactly do you mean by timelines? And ti- maybe not timelines. Yeah, no, I mean timelines. You do. It's like I feel like with Halloween, they're going to end up doing like a multiverse. Like what they're doing in Marvel. Like a Spider-Verse. Yeah, like a Spider-Verse, but like a Michael-Verse. So we enter the Michael-Verse. Yeah, enter the Michael-Verse. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Now, let me let me tell you why. Let's do it. All right, so you have Halloween 1 mm-hmm. and Halloween 2. All right? The return. <laughs> uh, and then you have 4 and 5. We're which... not going to talk about 3? Well, we can't yet. Is everyone's so we favorite have... Halloween? No, 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 no. Hold on. So you have okay. 1, 2, the return, and then revenge, and then 6, curse. Yes. Right? All of that is one story. I was going to say that, yeah. One, two, four, five, six. Uh-huh. All right. And then you have Season of the Witch, Halloween 3. Again, my favorite. Everyone's favorite. Everybody loves Tom Atkins. That is its own universe. And the reason why is because apparently in this universe, Halloween is a movie. Yes. Remember that scene? It's Tom Mackin's favorite movie. <laughs> so you have right there, you have two timelines for Halloween, right? At least two. All right. But now you... Uh, you Go from one, right? Yes. One? Okay, you have one, and then it goes to H2O, the 20 years later thing, mm-hmm. followed by Resurrection. Yes. That's its own timeline, too. Resurrection is my actual favorite sequel, I will say. <laughs> Trick or treat, motherfucker! Exactly, because of the inclusion of Buster Rhymes. All right, so you have those four timelines right there. Okay. And then you, well, sorry, three timelines. And then you have the Rob Zombie movies, one and two. My favorite Halloweens. Everyone's favorite, especially the second one. Uh, Tom Mackey's favorite. (laughs) So you have those timelines. So you have one, two, four, five, six in its own world, three in its own world, one H2O resurrection in its own world, and then you have Halloween, and then Halloween 2018, which is also called Halloween. Yes. Then you have Halloween Kills. And eventually Halloween ends. Yes. Those are five separate fucking timelines. That's a big Spider-Verse. That's a huge Spider-Verse. I did not follow any of that. No. No. It's very, trying to explain the Halloween universe to somebody that doesn't watch horror mm. is just, it's, my nose starts to bleed. You could explain that to a calculus professor and they have no fucking idea what you're talking about. No, I don't know what I'm talking about half the time. I can tell. So now, out of all of these fucking Halloweens, so it's... But then again, you have one, two, four, five, six, where Michael Myers has a different mask in every single one of them. Kind of like how Jason looked different in all of them, but it was still Jason. Yeah. Um, all I'm saying is, dude, is I think eventually it's going to lead to this weird universe where there's like going to be a rift in time, just like Marvel. It's going to happen to Halloween, and we're going to get a bunch of Michael Myersers, bunch of Michael Myers. You think the Spider-Verses are going to cross over? I think the Michael Spider-Verse is going to cross over. Wait a minute. Yeah. Do you think they're going to team up to form a super rainbow-colored fighting force, a la the Power Rangers? Maybe. And just murder everybody in fucking Japan? I mean, Michael pretty much killed all of Haddonfield in Halloween Kills. Yeah, and he's thinking small in that one. I'm thinking he has to go to space. 
Or underwater. He hasn't gone that yet? He hasn't gone to space yet. All right. Well, it's probably about time. It, I think so. I think once this serious series of 2018 kills and ends ends, I think we should get Michael into space. Well, do you think they might be already a step ahead of you? Do you How think so? perhaps all of these timelines actually end in space? I mean, sure, maybe. Maybe that's where they're going. You think so? We don't know. Hellraiser went to spin. Pinhead, he was in space. Leprechaun went to space. Jason was in space. Uh, that, that's, that's it. I think that might be it. <laughs> I mean, I, sure I, I can't see, like, the Sawyers going to space. Did Chucky like, go to space yet? Chucky's probably been to space. I mean, yeah, probably. If not, I'm sure in this new Chucky series, he's going to be in space. Oh, he's going to end up there. Him and Devin Sauer are going to end up on the moon. They're going to put that fucker in a rocket and launch him straight to the fucking moon. Absolutely. I hope so. He can say hi to Will while he's up there. Yeah. Hey, uh, oh, by but, the way, we're damn, that's scary. Damn, damn that's, that's scary. scary. Revelation. Ooh, bloodlines. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you mentioned that you saw the new Halloween Kills movie. I did. How are you feeling about that? I have a lot of feelings, Greg. Okay. Yeah. Um. So the movie takes place right after the first movie, mm-hmm. right? Where Michael is left in a fire, fiery blaze with his fingers blown off. He's all fucked up. He's been shot a few times, stabbed and shit. And now he's being burned alive, right? Yes. But he is too strong for that. He is too strong for that. And apparently he's too strong for a young, willing and able, like, like in shape fire department. <laughs> An entire department. An entire fire department. A fireman. Yes. They cannot handle him. No, I think the reason why is because they attacked him one at a time. Shouldn't have do that. No. You should never do that. You got a dog pile on him. Right. Yeah, just just everybody jump on him at once. This is like the this is the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles approach. You don't you don't attack them one at a time. The, no. And not just that, like somewhere along the line, Michael Myers learned Kung Fu. And you say that as if it's a bad thing. He's basically John Wick. He's incredible. Incredibly strong. He's sliding on his knees across the yard, reloading his semi-automatic weapons, shooting guys. Yeah. Flipping, breaking arms. Just, he's amazing. He can do anything. He could do literally anything. A lot of people don't know, he was actually played by Keanu Reeves' younger brother in this movie. (laughs) Uh, Brandon Reeves. Brandon. He did a great job. Yeah, he did die on set, though. Uh, And then you have, like, I I don't want to give a lot of spoilers away for the ones that haven't actually watched it yet. Yes. Uh, But... There are there, uh, Tommy Doyle's back. Yeah, yeah, he's back in and all his glory. He's played by uh, Michael Anthony Hall. I think his name is Anthony Michael Hall. Anthony Michael Hall. Sorry, he has too many first names. Yeah, everyone's he. He's a bit of a firsty firsty, but he is he's everyone's favorite dork from the Breakfast Club, and also everyone's favorite bully from Edward Scissorhands. Yes, uh, and uh, apparently he's just at a talent show. Telling a story of what happened 40 years ago on that very night. Really? uh, He feels bad. He feels... What? Doesn't he? No, he's... That doesn't feel bad. He's feeling a certain way, though. Maybe he just looks bad. He does. Anthony Michael, not so young anymore. He's wearing like a sweater. Yeah, he's wearing like a sweater and shit. Hey, hey, hey. And he grabs... I don't know. It's weird. It's not crap on sweaters. But he like... He gets on stage at this bar and kills everyone's good time to talk about... The story that happened 40 fucking years ago saying that Michael has terrorized Haddonfield for 40 years. Mm -hmm. He killed a few people 40 years ago, and he's been in lockup since then. I mean... That's not terrorizing a town. It's a bit of a scourge. It's not terrorizing a town. I mean, he's he's not filling it with sunshine and rainbows. 40 years ago, dude. All right, okay. Yeah. So, uh, after that, like, the, the... 
TV comes on. They're talking about how Michael Myers escaped. And it's like, wow, what a fucking coincidence, right? Yeah. Uh, and also some other guy escaped. They, they show. Like, do you have something to do with this, Michael Hall? <laughs> it's a little too much of a coincidence. Yeah, so they, uh, that's where Tommy Doyle is just like, hey, we need to band together as a town. Evil dies tonight. Yeah. And then they just chant it. Literally the rest of the fucking movie. The movie should have been called Halloween, Evil Dies Tonight. <laughs> The Halloween, Halloween, make Haddonfield great again. <laughs> Halloween insurrection. There you go. There it is. I like it. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, and oh, Jamie Lee Curtis is billed as like the, the lead in this movie. And she's not. She's not. She's in a fucking hospital bed the entire fucking time. Which, asks me, kind of hot. I'm into it. Oh, and uh, even at this age, she's sitting there, she's pounding down those activities, but still looking pretty good. Mm, that's how she looks good, because she poops a lot. Well, yeah. That's how you get all the toxins out. Sure. You gotta purge. Um, yeah, and it, like, everybody separates into small, easy-to-kill groups mm-hmm. where Michael easily kills everybody. That's the horror movie strategy uh, applied to a crowd. There is one scene that is actually comical where he kicks a, uh, a, a dog. He's, he's in the inside. He does eat another fucking dog in this. Oh, actually, it's from the first one. Hell yeah. But uh, he kicks the inside of a door It's gonna play open. well in China. Open while somebody is coming at him with a gun. The gun turns, and actually she shoots herself in the neck. Mm. It's one of the most comical kills I've ever seen. Uh, the okay. kills the kills in the movie are vicious. And creative. Uh, yeah, but not, like, Terrifier level. Yeah. I feel like Terrifier 2 is going to be better than this, uh, kill-wise. Uh, the story really bummed me out. I'm not going to go into more spoilers, because I think I spoiled a few things. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of general. It's, I feel like everybody knows that Michael Myers is going to be killing people in this movie. I will say this. It's not personal between Laurie Strode and Michael Myers in this because apparently Michael didn't even give a shit about her. Right. The doctor dropped her, dropped him off there to see what would happen. There's bigger things going on in the mind of one Mike Myers. Yeah, and apparently it's his fucking sister's bedroom. He's been conceptualizing the Austin Power movies for 40 years. 40 years. And to a lesser extent, Cat in the Hat. Mm-hmm. And we know how that all played out. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Wayne's World, though. Oh, hell yeah. So, might, might be his finest role. Yeah. Before he started murdering people <laughs> with a mask on. I went home and watched Sleepaway Camp 2 after this just to cleanse my palate. I watched So I Married an Axe Murderer, and my palate is not cleansed at all. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Too much that's... Mike Myers in one night, I have to say. I don't think you could have enough. Hmm. You'd say that, but it hurt. <laughs> Too many accents. It just he was all over the board. So I guess I overall Halloween Kills didn't really do it for me. I felt underwhelmed. Give it a solid five out of five. <laughs> you have a, what? You didn't see it. I loved it. Nah. Oh. I don't know. I feel like after my review, I, I think like you actually saw it. Like, well, you did spoil everything with what you just no, said. No, I didn't. Yeah, the no, I left, stuff. I left a lot out. The Haddonfield stuff. Mm. The person getting shot by herself stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw the whole movie in your eyes just now. They are definitely going to go a supernatural route in this in the next one. Yeah, it's because he dies at the end. So he's got to come back somehow. He, well, well, I'll talk off air about that part. Also, I made that up for anyone who's going to accuse me of spoilers. That is uh, pure speculation on my parts. Yeah, but hey, man, enough of that shit. Yeah. Let's talk about Bruce Campbell and Devin Sawa. Oh, my God. Yeah. And my favorite holiday, Black Friday. Who doesn't love Black Friday? You know, it stimulates, stimulates the economy. 
<laughs> it's it's good, yeah. right? Every elderly woman who's been trampled by a crowd of people trying to buy television sets. I think that's more kids. They hate Black Friday with a passion. <laughs> well, they shouldn't be there. Well, they're in the grave now. <laughs> or a hospital bed. So we got... The bones are brittle. We got the trailer out for Black Friday, dude. Mm-hmm. It and was good. How awesome is that? I mean, really anything with Bruce Campbell. I'm down for. This is a fact. Yes. But, like, it's it's a matter of how he's used. Like, this isn't just, like, a cameo. Like, he's actually, like, a lead in it. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he's playing a bit of a, a bit of a different character for him. Absolutely. Because he's old now. Yeah. He's rocking a mustache. Cool as hell, if you ask me. And you got, like I said, you got Devin Sawa with him and Michael J. White, who we all know and love from Spawn and Black Dynamite. Yeah, that's what he was from. Spawn. I was trying to remember uh, what his what his big role was. He's fucking awesome. So I guess this is kind of like a Night of the Creeps vibe, where it's a meteor crashes somewhere around the store, or Night of the Comet. And get, okay, Night of the Comet kind of wiped everyone out. No, there was still a comet and some creeps in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. or I guess Slither too. We could go that route, yeah, maybe. I, I, I was gonna say that. Were you? No. I'm a big James Gunn guy. Oh yeah, me too. Love James Gunn. Sure. Uh. Yeah, so they are battling hordes of holiday shoppers who turn into monstrous creatures. Uh, zombies, if you will. I mean, I guess. I, I, I didn't, they're fucking zombies. They, I don't, they're, they don't really seem like zombies. They seem like ghouls? Infected people? Okay, let's go zombies. <laughs> what exactly is a ghoul if not a zombie? <laughs> I mean, really, are we splitting hairs here? You got me into saying ghoul, Greg. I do love that word. It's a good word to use. Second only to husk, <laughs> which I think there might be a few of those in this film as well. I'm a, I'm a husk of what I used to be. I really hope there's some husks in this one. <laughs> uh, did you, uh, I think we talked about this earlier. You didn't watch He-Man Masters of the Universe Revelation, right? Uh, no, not the Revelation version. I've seen the original. It just dawned on me that it's called Revelation. With Dolph Lund- Is it actually? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yep. Good God, dude. Uh, I love this so much. <laughs> Revelations is the gift that keeps on giving, honestly. It really is, man. Holy because shit. Hollywood just can't fucking stop with it. So, Kevin Smith uh, got a lot of criticism for, for this series. And his weight. He lost it. Yeah, because of the criticism. <laughs> He just got sad. He's a self-conscious man. Yeah, have you ever heard that story? He got real sad when he went on an airplane and he had to sit in two seats. So I he, almost spit. Yeah, no, it's a true that's, story. That's really the reason? Yes. He said it in an interview and he was like, yeah, and then I realized I was a big horrendous fat ass and I had to do something about it. That's that's actually kind of sad. Right? He seemed happier, though, when he was big. Oh, well, he's joking about it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he's a jovial... You know, those people tend to be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you have to say it like that. You know, a bowl full of jelly I, and, a, and a sparkle in his eye. You know what? He's Santa Claus. He's Santa? <laughs> He's fucking Santa Claus. Or was. He, he fixed the problem. <laughs> and I can say this because I, too, had a moment uh, where I realized I was a hideous fat ass and had to do something about it. So, we, you know, I can relate on that. That's why I can make jokes. <laughs> I mean, I got, I got big, too, man, at one point. You know, but It happens to the best. It totally does. Uh, so, November 23rd. November 23rd, uh, you will get part two of Masters of the Universe Revelation. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch the entire series, but what I watched, I liked. I just haven't had a chance. To, uh, not a chance. I just, I've been meaning to go back and finish it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, dude, I, I love He-Man. 
You know? It's great. It's great. Great characters. It's a good time. Who's that guy that smells like farts? <laughs> you remember the action figure that you would you would put like a little drop of like fart uh, liquid into and he would stink? He was like a fog man. Okay, I had a lot of Gas the action. man. I had a lot of the action figures. This one is not ringing about, uh, dude. Ass blaster, something like that. And you're thinking Tremors. Oh, yeah. There was also a Tremors Revelations, wasn't Tremors. there? Yeah. No, no, no. There was a Tremors Bloodline. Of course there was. Yes. With Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He was in it. Right. Uh, so I know that we have a lot of listeners that like collectibles. Uh, I don't know if anyone actually collects the Monster High collection. I don't know much about that. But also, side note, if any of you who like collectibles remember... The Masters of the Universe character that smelled like farts and had a little oil that you drop into him that was stinky. Uh, send us the answer. Twitter. Uh, damn, that's scary. I think you're making this up. No, it's real. You sure? No. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, Gremlins 2, the new batch, we saw a lot of very unique, different gremlins, right? One of them was Greta. It's like the best part about it. It's, yeah. It's the, the variety. Like the Smurfette. Of the the gremlins. Well, yeah, her in particular, but yeah, what I'm uh, referring to is the creativity of the uh, gremlin evolutions. <laughs> uh, so it's I, one of the redeeming qualities of gremlins too. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, uh, a action figure coming out of Greta, and it looks fucking ridiculous. It comes with a little gizmo. Okay. Uh, she has high heels. <laughs> a little vibrating gizmo. <laughs> she has. <laughs> She has a purse that has stripes face on it from the first Gremlins. Okay. Apparently, this is that whole Monster High thing where they, like, go to high school and they're all monsters. But anyways, yeah. Sure. Uh, It's actually kind of hot. I've always thought that. Kind of into this. In kind of a Hell Goes to Frogtown sort of way. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. You. I mean, like the guy at the end of the movie where he just kind of shrugs and goes, eh, all right. Yeah. I'll do this. You know, I'll try anything once. Can't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> you ever go to Burning Man? Come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> gotta do something like that, right? Anything goes out in the desert. Anything does. Uh, Any port in a storm? Any uh, oasis in a desert? I don't know if that's the equivalent. <laughs> <laughs> You'd all fuck the frog woman. We know it. Oh, man. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah of course I would. Uh. That's uh, that's really it that's going on mainstream-wise. I know on uh, Netflix, uh, Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Alone came out on Wednesday. Yes. I haven't had a chance to check that out yet. I'm probably going to end up watching that tonight. Trailer looks amazing. It it, it does, dude. Um, there's it also really that does. Chucky series that people are saying good things about. I still have not ca- caught an episode of it, so I'm kind of curious if our listeners have. Yeah, I've, I've heard some things, and I've seen some clips of it, uh, and it looks like it's quality. I it, hear it's... It seems like it's going in good places. From what I'm hearing... It's incredible. Yeah. Because it's like Don Mancini's behind it. You got Brad Dorff back as Chucky. I feel like the, the general premise, and I don't want to give too much away here, but it is uh, it seems to be Chucky uh, sort of grooming a young boy to be a serial killer. No way. They kind of help him, uh, you know, they're, they're going to like team up and murder some people. What? That's what I've heard anyway. That's cool. Right. Wow, I like that. Uh-huh. That's a great premise. I think that's based on like two episodes, though. I don't know how far in it is. Man, but... maybe he should have tried to do that with Andy. He did other things with Andy. Oh, oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't talk about anymore. Mm-hmm. That Andy has sought counseling over. <laughs> um, you watch anything good lately, buddy? 
Uh, I watched a uh, bunch of VHS movies. Oh. Yeah. Okay. On VHS? Most of them were good. Most of them, yeah. yeah. Uh, playing any video games? Uh, Well, tis the season. Yeah. I tend to do most of my survival horror gaming in October. Uh, so I checked out the uh, the remake of Resident Evil 3, which is yeah. incredible, I have to say. I know uh, that wasn't the most popular in its original form because a lot of people did not like I Nemesis. hated it. I know. I don't know why. I think he's cool. I fucking hate Nemesis. But that remake, it kicks ass. Although I will say, if you had issues with the, the whole Nemesis thing if, with the first one, you're not going to like this one anymore. All right. Because he's still there, and he's still just a fucking asshole. God, God damn it. Um, he's just so impossible, dude. He's Mike Tyson in Punch-Out. I mean, he's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> he's there to fuck you up. And that's kind of... I, I was having this conversation with somebody earlier today, actually. There, there's a meta-terror involved with the Nemesis. It's that, I mean, you play some, any of the other Resident Evil games and they're scary in a sort of like muted way because you know it's just a game and you know like, okay, I'm going to shoot this zombie, whatever, big deal. When the nemesis shows up and he murders you, he doesn't just fucking uh, kill your character. He eats up like two hours of your time. What? Like he sends you back to the last save point because no. like, like one or two hits fucks you up. Yeah. So it's like. He's eating chunks out of your real life every time he appears on screen. He is such a nemesis. He's one of those fucking things from uh, the Langoliers. (laughs) 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 He's there just eating your time, man. Whoa, deep fucking cut, man. Right? Langoliers? This is what I think about when I'm laying in bed not jerking off. Taking tubby times? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's go with that. When I'm taking a tubby time, not jerking off. (laughs) <laughs> I think about what the nemesis is doing to my life. <laughs> Do you? Uh, it's a good time, though. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's cool. I would. Okay. Long story short, I would recommend this game to everyone. Uh, it's only slightly better than Resident Evil Revelations. Hilarious <laughs> title. Mm-hmm. End review. Five out of five. Dude, that's awesome. I <laughs> thank you. No, that's great. I uh, I probably won't play it because I hate Nemesis so much. Fair enough. Uh, I rewatched the night uh, the night house. That I oh, talked good. about a few weeks ago. Fantastic. Yeah, it it felt I had the same feelings uh, the first time I watched it. It's fucked. It's fucked, dude. I still got to check that out. That's fucking great. God damn it! When you watch it, we're gonna talk about it. Okay. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've let you down here today. <laughs> <laughs> Next week we'll get them. No, uh, maybe. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Not making any promises. All right, man. So you mentioned something about VHS, huh? Yeah, it's good stuff. Dude, as it turns out, we are concluding our month here on Finders Keepers. Harder. Deeper. With the entire VHS series. Now, mm. I know that's four fucking movies, so we're not going to give you a long-winded review. We're just going to talk about them. Yeah, we're just going to shoot the shit. Shoot the shit, man. We figure Halloween's coming up. Why not talk about the VHS movies? Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. There's a lot of individual segments by a lot of different directors. Some are more memorable than others. There is a slew of diverse creative ways to attach a camera to a human being in this franchise. I fucking love this series. It's kind of my favorite part about it. What? uh, Like just how they figure out how are we going to put a camera on a person. Oh, yeah. That's not just me holding a, a digital camera. Dude, VHS is just so bonkers. I remember when I first watched the first one. 
Like, I was just fucking blown away, man. I peed my pants. Like, absolutely blown away. Uh, there's uh, some segments in there that really make you jump. Uh, but it's, it's, it also we call has... those the crisscross segments. <laughs> the Mac Daddy make it. <laughs> uh, make it a make it a make it. And also, I just, I love the feel of them, too. It's, they're kind of grungy and grimy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, they've always got that filter, that VHS kind of filter over them. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Kinda, with a title like that, you kind of have to. Yeah, right. VHS. Check, check the tracking. VHS, hello. Which, which we just recently decided, because uh, I was confused, stands for? <laughs> Video Home System. Yes. Yeah. What did you think it stood for? Uh, Violently Horny Samoans. Oh. Yeah. I thought that's what I was jamming into my VCR all these years. <laughs> Violently horny. Violently, yeah. Oh man, that's that. That's the sound you hear when the when the heads are rubbing just against. Imagine the tape like in there. the Rock and all of his cousins just like I'm so horny. Yeah, when you see the the white lines across your your screen, that's uh, that's the Samoans. Okay, and they're getting antsy. Oh boy, <laughs> that's why you must be kind and rewind. Absolutely. So. Without further ado, let's get into VHS itself. Let's do it. 2012, which was, uh, it was basically created by uh, Brad Miska, the guy behind Southbound. You ever see Southbound? Yes. That's another sweet anthology film. Fantastic, yeah. It's fun. Everything's intertwined. It's a good, definitely a good time. It's got that big satanic cover. I do like that. Big old pentagram on the road. That's sweet. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, but we're not talking about that because it's found footage month. Yes. We're talking about VHS, man. So you got a group of, of rapscallions causing a bunch of mischief, yeah. and they have to, like, break into a house to get some fucking tapes. A couple of rascally little deviant kids bringing, yeah. their, bringing their baseball bats on the road, just ready to smash some shit. I imagine this is how, like, Canadian kids party. Yeah, they find a cabin uh, in the woods, and they just beat the syrup out of it. <laughs> yeah, run around, find some girls, grab them, lift up the shirts, show their boobs. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, that's very uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that one's rough. That, I don't know how Canadian that is. I was talking about the part where they're just kind of playfully destroying property. Oh, well, when they were done with it, they said, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, these guys are terrible. No, they're, they're awful. Um, they're creating a uh, like a VHS video series that they sell to some unknown buyer where they basically uh, sexually attack women. <laughs> they're not exactly snuff films, but it's still bad. Like it's 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 not like they're killing people on there, but it's yeah, it's it's weird. Well, I can't emphasize enough. It's bad. It's bad. What these men are doing is bad. Yeah. So they have to go get tapes, a tape, but this place is full of tapes. They're they're hired to pick up a specific tape. Yeah. So because uh, they're the leader, the lead boy, <laughs> the guy with the mustache is like, you know, that's that's how it tends to work. You know? Yeah. Mustaches scream authority. I must say. Um, but the lead boy. Uh, basically says, I'm tired of all this this small-time shit with your pervert videos. <laughs> with these upskirts. Yeah, with all your bullshit. You're only making $50 a pop on these. Yeah. I know where we can find one tape that's worth a lot more. I don't remember exactly how much he said it was worth. Uh, 20 bucks. No, wait, no, it was 50 for the other ones. This one is yeah. definitely 70 At least, yeah. <laughs> it's, more. Least. it's more. So everyone's like, I'm not sure we care about what you're saying, buddy, but he's like, I'm going to smash your TV so that you'll pay attention to me. <laughs> what a dick. So he causes, I don't know what a TV cost back then, probably, I don't know, 150 bucks, 200 bucks. It was a tube TV, too. He, he smashes their TV, costing them some money, and says, let's go make just about that much by stealing a tape. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yep, I guess we have to now, Steve. 
I just Steve. We call him Steve. Fucking mustache, Marty. <laughs> so I just love that they get to the place, and it's just there's tapes everywhere, and there's like a fat dead dude. There's a dead guy, and that should be your first red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, get the fuck out of there. Yeah, leave. Don't put your fingerprints on anything in this house. Yep. So what's the first thing they do? They grab a VHS tape. Fucking touch everything. Touch literally everything. Yeah, they touch the body. They touch the doorknobs. They touch the tapes. Uh. Fucking Mustache Marty says, go get a big old garbage bag. Let's load up all these tapes, because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what I'm looking for. And uh, we could wear our first segment, because... <laughs> it's also just, like, hilarious that they're like, well, I may as well sit here and watch one exactly. of these. Exactly. Like, not only are we at a crime scene, but we're going to watch movies here. <laughs> <laughs> Some home movies, guys. Hey, you guys got an hour and a half? Let's throw one in. I don't Why know not? about you, but if I pop a tape in, and it's a nerdy-looking guy putting glasses on in, like, a hotel room, and then, like, hanging out with his bros, My I'm going to... My pants are off. Oh. What were you going to say? I would just turn it off right away. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, they watched the whole thing, and uh, we got some horny characters. Oh, yeah. A night out on the town. Yep, we are. This is our, uh, my, this might be my favorite segment from this one. Amateur night. From the first one. This is done by David Bruckner, who I cannot say enough good things about. He's fantastic. Yes. Uh, and a lot of the credit for his fantasticness is because of this segment, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we've got uh, the aforementioned three horny young lads mm. going for a night out of town. And they are intent on getting uh, our main protagonist laid. <laughs> so they give him a pair of glasses, uh, spy camera glasses, which uh, this is what I was talking about earlier when I said that VHS, all of these segments are great about finding just like different creative ways to have a camera to, to give you the POV of your main guy. The thing is, though, this is 2012 technology. I don't I don't remember there being like spy glasses. They probably cost a lot. Definitely. And they had to like they had to travel to Russia to get these. <laughs> Russia? Yeah. This is Russian technology. Yeah, they had to they had to talk to like a a rogue KGB agent who was like selling off surplus. No. <laughs> they, had, they, had to, they had to trade him some Levi's jeans for this camera. Now I like I said I don't want to spend a lot of time on the individual segments. Okay. So I want to get to the uh the part where they finally it's like the end of the night, they finally get the girls, uh a couple they, girls. They in go the car to a bar, them. they're they're debagging it up in the bar, trying to pick up women. Eventually they do and uh they're on their way home. Okay. But in the ride back, the one dude is the one really annoying dude. Yeah. He's like, I need to kick it up a notch. I got the notch right here and pulls out a bag of toot. I believe his name is Chad. Oh, definitely a Chad. Uh pulls out a bag of toot. And gives it to the, the siren. Yeah, he basically like, causes this whole fiasco. Yeah, you're going to coke up a siren? I mean, to be fair, he didn't know. I know, but that's still, that's that's bad news, man. That's yeah. like, like a demon. I mean, that's why she got bitey, I think. <laughs> <laughs> she got bitey? She got bitey. Uh, this, oh, God damn it. I, I, everyone that I talk to about VHS, they mm-hmm. always talk about this segment. Well, because this is the most memorable. Yeah, absolutely. Easily. Definitely. I love it so much, man. I also, like, that whole hotel room made me feel really weird. Where, like, the chick passes out and the guy's still going to do her. It was meant to be very uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. Like, very uncomfortable. Yeah, and the one dude's, like, taking his clothes off and laughing the whole time. Yeah. These are a bunch of shitty men. Yeah. Um, who are just, they're looking to to get laid in any way possible, and that means committing crimes. And like, but at the same time, I feel like this is designed to make you not care when they just get straight up just destroyed by this siren. Oh, fuck yeah, man. You're, you're rooting for the siren. Yeah, no, you definitely are. And I, guess, um, I guess our main guy, he's not so bad. He seems to be the polite one. Yeah. 
but uh, everyone else he's with, like you just you want to see him die. They, oh yeah, they establish themselves as at least annoying douchebags and at worst rapist pieces of shit. Great dick so, rip scene though. Yes, that is good. Oh, I love a good dick rip. I love a, a solid dick rip. My only criticism would be if someone was going to get their penis torn off, it should have been the fucking Chad character. Didn't he? No, it wasn't him. It was the, it was the guy who was laughing on the. Couch. Oh, the blonde dude. Yeah. Yeah, she really didn't like him. I mean, neither did I. No. I didn't really like any of them. <laughs> um, but I, I have to say, before we, we move off of this segment, the special effects are amazing. Oh, my God. Like, the way... Um, they kept it subtle, too, but the way the way they transformed, like, her feet... Yeah. And, uh, like, little parts of her skin, um, and her, her forehead especially, like, it, it all just seemed very seamless and believable. But it was all subtle. You know they didn't they didn't show you too much. They just gave you little glimpses. What would you do if that creature started blowing you in the stairwell like that? Oh, if I was if I was the kid at the end, yeah, I would accept my fate and just assume I was going to die there and uh, try to be as non-offensive as possible. I, same. <laughs> and go to I sleep. would. I don't know if I. I don't, I don't think I'd run. You can't run. It could I mean, be she's, like she's gonna catch you. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I, I, it'd be really hard to like get it up at that point because you have a bone sticking out of your wrist. But then you're gonna offend her. Mm-hmm. So you gotta focus. Yeah. You gotta concentrate as hard as you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yes. Um. Now, did you watch the movie The Siren? Because there is yes. a follow up to this. Yes, I have seen it. The sex scene in that. Pretty it's, wild. They they elaborate quite a bit on this character in that movie. Oh yeah. Like she becomes obsessed with the the main guy, like follows him back to his house, all that kind of stuff. Like it's a, it's a whole drama. The sex scene though is wild because apparently she has a tail. Yeah, she does in that. So she's getting it. Uh, she's underneath the dude getting it, and her tail like kind of creeps around in between his butt, and he's she starts giving it to him. Yeah, yeah, that is. All right, man. I mean, our G spot's hey. up there, right? How you know you never really know until you try the tail, man. Like, that's all I can say. Like I, I don't know. Do you it's, know? Hey, again, it's like uh, hell comes to Frogtown. There's probably all kinds of fucking joints and knuckles inside that thing. Like <laughs> people pay good money for such acts. Uh, let's see. So the next segment, we got a uh, second honeymoon. Yeah, this one was a little. This was kind of like the the low key. Absolutely. Sort yeah. Of, sort of a. Not the most interesting, I have to say. Yeah, I'm not really into this one. In so many words, it is a couple taking a road trip. Um, there's like minor kind of bumps in the road and uh, hints of something amiss along the way. There's like a drifter shows up and says something weird. The husband uh, or boyfriend or whoever it is, he thinks that somebody stole his money. Yeah. So you kind of think that eventually you're going to get attacked by like cannibals a la uh, Hills Have Eyes. Something like That's that. That's what I thought. But no, it doesn't go there. It doesn't really go anywhere interesting. Nope. Um, he just gets randomly killed in his sleep. Yep. Spoilers, sorry. Literally could have happened the first night, but whatever. Um, and then it's over. Yeah. It turns out that the, the girlfriend was in cahoots with uh, someone else, and they were just, like, killing and robbing him. <laughs> yeah. It's stupid. It's, like, not even it's a... Done. I don't know. It's not even a horror plot. It's more like a crime thing. Yeah, it totally is. This was done by... Which is kind of surprising, because the guy that did this segment, Ty West, is the guy that did House of the Devil. Which is great. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, House of the Devil came out in 09, so that was before this. Mm-hmm. So I don't, and, I don't know if he was going for something that I just totally missed. That's mm-hmm. entirely possible. I don't know. But this is, this is the one I usually, you know, I don't super love out of this film. No, Otherwise, not. Otherwise, all the rest are great. 
Yeah. Um. Oh. Uh. By so in between all these, we go back to those kids, which I fucking forgot forgot about for just, a second just there. Looking around this house full of VHS tapes and dead fat dudes. Everything done here is uh this whole thing is done by adam wingard that's the guy that did uh the blair witch 2016 yes yeah which, which was okay it it gets a lot of shit i actually kind of like it i don't hate it no i don't hate it it's... i mean i still feel like we shouldn't have seen the witch but whatever i kind of like that we did see the witch I really have to say. yeah all right i found her spooky <laughs> good yeah good um, what was next on this one? This it, was uh, it was uh, the girl that brought her friends out to uh, the woods to camp. Yeah, I I don't really know a lot of uh, the backstory behind that, like who did it or anything like that. But that one was pretty cool. Yeah, it was it was kind of different because uh, are we doing spoilers? Are we giving? Yeah, spoilers? I don't give a shit. Okay. Uh, in just generally, it's uh, you think it's gonna be a slasher plot. She brings all her friends out to camp in the woods. One by one, they're getting killed. She was using them as bait. It turns out that she was totally aware of this killer, mm-hmm. and she wanted to lure him out by basically sacrificing her friends. Yeah, but like it's, it's almost a cabin in the woods type deal, like really? on, on a very small scale. Yeah, where she's like the 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 plan is to put people in the way of the murderer in order to like appease it or something, so that she can lure it out. And I don't know if her plan is to like kill it or capture oh she it definitely or, wants to kill him um but it appears it's kind of it's almost like a bigfoot because it's blurry to the naked eye <laughs> like it, it shows up all pixelated and like on the camera you can tell it's just a dude yeah yeah but they put an effect over it so it, it appears supernatural i think it, it was an added element like i guess if you were going to try to film jason Voorhees, i don't know like yeah. he would give off a static thing yeah, that's what they were going for. Like it, it like disrupts like electrical equipment. And I like that she like explains like one minute she she tells like the one guy like he's here, and then you turn and he's over here, like yeah. shit like that. Yeah, so you're you're basic slasher. You can teleport. Yeah, teleportation, man. Yeah, it was yeah. cool. I mean, it was that one's fine. It was all right. Um, yeah, I don't know that one. Yeah, that one was fine. I I i like it it's better than the the road trip one. Oh yeah that road trip one. second honeymoon that one's called i yeah it, it had some good kills there's some good uh good slasher-esque murder scenes if you want to see teenagers die out in the woods this one fulfills that uh that need oh yeah so you know vhs so far it's got a little bit of everything um the next one i really fucking like though this one was weird i i dug it it's very confusing it was was it ghosts I don't know. Was it demonic possession? I don't know. I don't know exactly what was causing everything, but it's uh, a couple of kids going to a house party, right? Or what they think is. Oh, no, no, no. This is the one where uh, the girl is talking to her boyfriend on Skype. Oh, okay. I forgot about that. And there's something, there's like things in her apartment. Yes. Okay. And it turns out the dude, the dude isn't like across, like in another state. He's actually like in the room next to her. Yeah. And there's like something in her arm. This one's weird. She, um,. She thinks that uh, she's being fucked with by ghosts in her new apartment. And she's Skyping her boyfriend, who, like you said, is supposedly across the country. Oh, yeah, and he's like a, like a med student or and some he's, shit. He's trying to, like, kind of coach her through it and be supportive and whatnot. Yeah. Um, all the while, her camera is picking up uh, supernatural elements, like, behind her in the room and whatnot. It's like uh, the kids from The Grudge. Yeah, it's little grudge kids. Little grudge kids. That's <laughs> what they're doing. So it's like white-faced uh, ghosts. Yeah. The um, little real big fans of that band Twisted, or they just love the movie Dead Presidents. Sure. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Oh, I love that movie. Chris Tucker, greatest role. Mm-hmm. 
But anyway, she ends up, uh, she gets menaced enough by these uh, ghosts, I guess you just call them, yeah. that she passes out. And uh, big twist, you see on her camera that he walks in the room behind her and starts fiddling with the corpse. She's not dead. He pulled something out of her stomach. Right, she passed out. Yeah. yeah she's not a corpse. So he's go, yeah, he goes in and he pulls out like a fetus or something out of something her, like out of her that. kidney. I don't fucking know. I don't totally understand what, what the point of this one was. I don't think we're supposed to. Yeah, it's just weird for weirdness's sake. I fuck, man. I like it though. There was some cool shit in that one. It's kind of creepy. The part where she's in bed and the little kid runs in and grabs the handle and like slams the door. Yeah, there's there's some creepy shots. That was good. Um, basically everything that you wish would happen in Paranormal Activity, <laughs> like <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> um, but then at, at the very end, once she's all she's all fucked up, she went to the hospital. She's got you know she's stitched up, and he had to like break her arm just to make it look like an attack or something. So she's on the camera and she's all all bandaged up and in the sling. Uh, he says goodbye to her and then he opens a new chat with a brand new girl oh. that he's also doing the same thing to. So a son of a bitch. I almost feel like I don't know if I'm reading too far into it, but I almost feel like this is like a some kind of metaphor for like meeting strangers on the internet and this dude is like manipulating and like. Uh, you know, seducing them under false pretenses, but he's got he's got I like a, that he's playing a game. He's got multiple operations going on. Oh, definitely. So I don't know what he's doing with these fetuses. I don't know if he's eating them like Hillary Clinton, <laughs> or if he's uh, you know sacrificing them to some demon god. Not sure, but he is collecting uh, kidney fetuses. He certainly is from all the women that he is seducing online. Yeah, and so he's apparently good at it. So hey, <laughs> you know, I'm no hater over here. I think at this point in the movie, the dead fat guy wakes up and starts moving around behind the the kids. Yeah, and he leaves a noticeable shit stain on that chair that he was sitting in. Oh yeah, of course. Say, yeah, uh, that goes along the line of like the whole like what do these tapes do to you thing. They never really fucking explain that. No, and I'm glad because it's like I like the mystery. I like that. We don't need to fucking know. It's just it's a loose connecting plot to to give a reason for all of these stories to it's be like, uh, tied together. Yeah, um, and then you know when we get to ninety four, we'll talk about that how they yeah. kind of throw that out the window. But but you're right, you you really don't need to know too much about it. You don't need the answers. No, sir. I just want to know there's a fat guy. He's dead from watching these tapes, and for some reason he rose and now he is a husk. <laughs> <laughs> now he's a walking husk. It's going to menace our, uh, I don't even want to call them protagonists because they're pieces of shit, <laughs> but he, he's going to menace our, our fucking douchebag uh, vandals. He's definitely more human than human right now. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, dear. Uh, so then we get to the segment that you were just talking about. Yes, which is a, uh, a group of teens going to a house party. This is supposed to take place in 1998. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they go to the wrong house. I wasn't sure if they went to the wrong house or if they were supernaturally invited. I think they went to the wrong house. Okay, that, yeah. that works. Then uh, they just stumble on uh, up in the attic, which was, what, what were you saying? Like a sacrifice? They just see a bunch of occult shit. Yeah. They realize that they're in a house that they shouldn't be in. So they got a girl upstairs, a bunch of dudes got a girl upstairs tied up, and they're like, fuck, we got to rescue her. It's like a ceremony. Yeah, they're they're doing something that they Yeah. At the same time, though, you know what? This goes along the line of mind your fucking business. Right? Well, because the moment they grab her, that's where shit gets fucked. Yeah, they shouldn't have fucked around. Nope. Uh, you got you, shit. You know, if, you, if you've if ever disrupted a, a cult sacrifice, you know you're going to anger whatever god they're sacrificing that virgin to. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do that? I don't want to do that. 
No, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. I don't want to piss off, you know, higher beings. I don't want to piss off Ratma. <laughs> they tend to be stronger than me. No, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm uh, made of flesh and I'm squishy and I'm like you know. I'm the guy they sacrifice. Probably. You know, because you're a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. I smell it. Um, Ew. <laughs> what exactly do you smell? Mm, didn't get enough sleep last night, did you, sport? <laughs> I honestly don't know what to say to that. I'll tell you later. Uh, so they're running out this house with her. This whole, like, ending to this segment, because, like, I, you're watching it, it's like, all right, where are we going? What the fuck is happening? Yeah. The payoff is great. Uh, the effects of the hands coming out of the walls and, like, the windows closing to, like, not just the windows closing, the, like, the walls closing over the windows they're getting the full haunted house experience i fucking love the effects in this there's a lot of good effects and they are freaking the fuck out like for a found footage oh yeah uh production like there's a lot of good effects going on i mean i'm sure it probably looks really shitty because it's a really grainy segment they cover it well they cover it very well yeah but uh, it looks solid and this is what i was telling you earlier where it really stood out to me one of the main hallmarks of the found footage genre is of course allowing your actors to ad-lib (laughs) <laughs> and uh, I read on IMDb that the word uh, fuck was used something like 250 times or something uh, throughout this film. Jesus Christ. And every single one of them, save like seven, was in these five minutes where these actors, every single line they say is, what the fuck? Oh, what the fuck? What the fuck was that? Oh, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck? What the fuck? What, what the, the fuck? fuck? What the fuck? That's literally the Hell House movies. It. it could not be ignored. It stood out to me so much here. Like, they just keep... Like, they don't know what to... They don't know how to react <laughs> to what's going on around them. I don't know if that makes them good or bad actors, but... I mean, what would your reaction be? Oh, it'd be something like, What the fuck? What oh, the fuck? What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Oh, dude, there's a hand on the wall. <laughs> where there wasn't one before, and the window just closed. There's... Oh, it's hot in here. <laughs> and see. It's hot in here. Yeah. You like that? I do. Uh, now, we were talking about clever ways to get a camera on, um, you know, like, why are they still filming? Right? Mm-hmm. This one, I'm like, why are they still filming? Because in 1998, those cameras were kind of big. In this one, yes. This one, they did just have a camera. Yeah. And it's like, why are you Why are you still filming this? Yeah. yeah and then they, like, get to the, it turns out the chick is actually, like, a demon. Yes. And those guys were good. They probably should have known. Yeah, I always I always like when shit like that happens. There's a good. Uh, oh, they flip the whole trope on its head. Did you watch the uh, uh, the sa- the sac oh, fuck not the sacrament? Ah shit! You know what? Forget about it. I'm gonna ruin it. The yeah. shrine. The shrine. Did you watch the shrine? Oh yeah, yeah. That's where they're in Poland, and yeah. it's uh yeah. There's like that statue in the woods. I feel like we talked about this recently. Yeah, it was a giant uh, marble carved kielbasa. But you think like the people in the village are bad, but really they're protecting everybody. Yeah, right. Yeah, I, I kind of was like on the lines of this. Like I like when shit like that happens, where you think like these people are bad, and it's like, oh fuck, no, they're actually good. Yeah. And you just got everyone fucking killed because you saw some some sexy little blonde number, and you're thinking with your. Dicks. Or, or what was that movie? What was it? The ruins. Okay. Where it's like you think uh, someone's gonna murder you, but they're really just trying to contain you. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're going to murder you if you walk away. Okay, maybe that was a bad example. Dude, they shot a kid in the face in that movie. Kind of why I like it so much. Gotta be honest. I fucking hate kids. Yeah, fuck. That was awesome. Fuck them kids. Stupid kids. Punch a kid right now. (laughs) So, uh, after that segment, which 
we find out that the chick is actually evil. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go back to the fucking guys uh, watching the tapes, and they all get killed, I guess? By the fat guy. Yeah. So I assume they get eaten eventually. What a great fucking movie. Because that's what fat people do. Uh, dude, let's talk about VHS 2, man. This might be my favorite one out of the series, actually. Um, I'm on the fence. It's It's between this one and the new one. I like the new one a lot. I love the new one. But I would say, uh, as a, because the new one might have one of my favorite segments out of all of them. Oh, it? hell yeah, I dude. I won't say anything yet. Hell yeah. But I would say two as a whole, like as a as a body of work, I think is my favorite one. Oh, this this one's great, but man. But that's neither here nor there. Let's uh, let's get right into it. So you got Simon uh, Simon Barrett that's working on this, uh, uh, all these segments, uh, like in between where you have like the two uh, private investigators yes. that are... Uh, it shows them opening up like it's I mean, that's not really important to the plot. Yeah. Uh, they, well, they start off filming a, a guy cheating. On yeah. His wife and they, they're uh, I think they're P.I.s. Right? Yeah. They're, it's, they're it, hired to, to get footage of him cheating for his wife because she suspected him. Yep. And well, she was right. None of this shit matters. No, it doesn't matter. Because after that, they end up going to this house that has that is full of VHS tapes, just like in the first. Oh, one. fuck. Is it? Yeah. Well, what do you know? And I don't know if uh, I don't know what they were sent there for. Did you catch that? Uh, the one kid is missing. Yeah. Okay. And they have to watch these tapes to try to find him. Oh. I think. And it turns out he's in the house, just like lurking in the backgrounds with a f- fucked up face. They're looking for that guy. Yeah. Okay. So when they when they go in, they turn on the first video they see, of course, because that's what you do when that's you walk into a crime scene. That's what you do. And uh, they press play, and this kid is on video, and he's talking about selling like he's talking about like selling stolen uh, like Apple products or something, something like that. Yeah, he's, he's flipping uh, stolen iPhones. Yeah, so like, okay, this is our guy. Maybe he's around here someplace. Who knows? Uh, so she takes out uh, that tape and puts in another one, and it is our first segment, which is done by uh, Adam Wingard, uh, also the guy who did. Blair Witch. Yeah. Yeah, that guy again. He's back. This um, is a fun one. Oh, absolutely. Also, uh, Simon Barrett is the guy that's in charge of those segments in between the anthology films. Okay. Simon Barrett was the guy that did Your Next, which is, everyone considers that the best home invasion film. It's a good one. Uh, it's also the movie that kind of like brought Barbara Crampton back. Mm-hmm. Into the scene. Which is always a good thing. Absolutely. Even though she was like grandma in that, but now she's a fucking fox. Hey, anyone who brings Barbara Crampton back is okay in my book. I watched Jacob's Wife recently. What'd you think? I liked it. I did too. She has a... she. Oh, you saw it? Yeah, yeah. that's right. You did. She fucking pulls her titty out in it? Yeah. Oh, she's so hot. Always. I love her. Always and forever. <laughs> always and forever. Barbara, call me. Oh, call me. Or at least send an email. Uh, Napoleon Dynamite at gmail.com. <laughs> uh, 420. 420. 69. So, uh, uh, the first, uh, the first one I like, I dig this one. Yeah, this is the eye implant. Yeah, um, and they're, and it's that thing again, why are we recording? It's because they're, the eyeball's recording. Yep, this man went to an experimental procedure where he had his eye replaced with a, uh, like, I guess just a digital eye. A GoPro. And in order to, uh, you know, keep track of it and make sure there's no glitches, no errors, uh, no major malfunctions, the lab that installs it says, we're going to keep uh, an eye on you. We're going to watch, we're going to record the footage of this for the next, what, a couple of days or whatever the fuck? I don't even keep know. Keep an eye on you? Yeah. So he's like, oh, so uh, 
And this part I actually thought was funny because he's like, oh, you're going to watch me 24 seven. Uh, so uh, what are you going to, you're going to watch me like take a dump and what you, it's like, okay, guy, I know you're just yeah. concerned about them watching you jerk, jerk off. off. That's it. Yeah. You don't care about pooping. No. They're like, you know what? Why don't you read a newspaper while you poop, guy? <laughs> now get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right? And he's like, okay. Uh, so he goes home and immediately starts seeing ghosts. Good gags in this one. The yeah. stuff with like the, the thing underneath the sheet, pull the sheet back, nothing's there, shit like that. Right. I like that. Uh, and then a uh, turd in his bed. How does the fucking... How do, the, there's a chick that gets involved somehow, right? She knocks on his door and she says, I had a similar procedure done, but it was on my fucking ears. That's... So she's like, I can hear ghosts, which is like... What the fuck? Yeah, okay, you can hear him? All right. Yeah. Uh, and apparently the only way to get rid of him is to fuck. I didn't totally understand that, but it was not against it. No. I mean, like, wouldn't these ghosts just, like, watch and, like, pound off? Or are they the ghosts that are like, oh, give them their privacy? <laughs> right. They, they close the curtains and they go wait outside. Yeah, the g- ghost's like, I'm not a cuck. You've got 15 minutes. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> oh, that was pretty quick. <laughs> and actually, that's one of the better uh, jokes in this where... Once uh once they finish up their session, uh the guy with the eyeball implant goes into the mirror and he's like, "All right, you scientist assholes, if you're listening to this, I want you to save that footage for me. <laughs> Don't watch it, but save it. I want to keep it. Save it for me." And he's like, "All right, well, it must have been pretty cool. It's been a, a good uh, five minutes for you." <laughs> oh my god! But then things go a little bit haywire. Uh, the ghosts actually start interacting with them. I think they pull the girl into the pool. They like drown her, right? She, she gets drowned or something. Yeah. He uh he kind of runs through his apartment. He's getting attacked in all directions, and he decides he's going to rip this eye thing out, even though, specifically, she told him, even if you remove the eye, they're still going to be there. Yeah, it's like a Ouija board. you got to like, close why? the door. But for some reason, he's like, oh, I'm not going to listen to her. She's dead. If she was so smart, maybe she'd still be alive. So he's like, I'm going to rip <laughs> this fucking eye out. He goes in the bathroom, grabs a straight razor, slices out his mechanical eye, but... As he's doing so, he gets fucking zombied. He does. Oh, they they look like zombies here. Yeah. Um, also, like, do you think they would have been fine if she didn't fucking get involved? She may have pissed him off by fucking. Because, like, okay, she clearly is, like, used to this, hearing yeah. them all the time. Yeah. And then she finally hooks up with this guy, and then she gets killed, and then he gets killed. That's a good point. Like, you think if the two, like, got together, it made the ghost, like, even more powerful? Maybe that fat ghost's... Uh, anger slash power is directly proportional to his horniness. <laughs> because didn't she mention, she's like, oh, that's my uncle. Like, that's my weird pervert uncle watching us. Yes. And she's yes. like, I know how to get rid of him. I'll take my clothes off. And it's like, no, that's not how you get rid of a pervert uncle. That's like literally like how like you invite them. When has that ever worked? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> she, she literally says the line, I know how to get rid of him. And then... A second and a half later, her tits are out. And it's like, do you not understand what pervert uncles are all about? <laughs> so I, I would question whether or not she's an expert on this whole thing. And uh, to drive my point home, she was dead within a couple of minutes. Mm. So maybe she didn't know anything. No, she didn't know dick about fuck. But anyway, dude cuts his eye out, uh, stumbles into his living room, and gets immediately zombied. And the main uh, menace... Zombie grabs his eye, puts it in his mouth. We get a nice view of that, and he dies. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then we, I, I, you got the shit back at the house with the tapes. The, uh, the female investigator is watching the tapes, and she's kind she's, of, she's uh, kind of in like a trance. I'm getting a headache. Yeah, she doesn't feel good. The tapes no. are fucking with her. The tapes are starting to fuck with her. Yeah. Which again, what do these tapes actually do to you? Well, they fuck with you. Sure. 
You watch them in a certain order, you get fucked with. They fuck your mind up. I think it's like like X-Men, how you get like your powers and shit. It's just like a, a roll the dice. However way you're going to watch these movies, something fucking weird is going to happen to you. Either yeah. you're going to shoot yourself in the face, uh, rip your eyeballs out, shit your pants. Yeah. I don't know. It's almost like these tapes were cursed by a warlock who had no real specific vision for how he wanted to destroy you. There you go. I like that. He's like, yeah, roll of the dice. We'll see what happens. Warlock is involved. Hopefully in the next VHS, VHS uh, uh, 1700. <laughs> Viral? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, hopefully they uh, they kind of touch on uh, the warlock that cursed these tapes. Oh, I love a good warlock. <laughs> if, they could, uh, if they could do an origin story for these tapes with the next one. It would have to be like the 80s and you would have to have like a porn one well yeah yeah oh that's another great thing about this there are intermittent clips of sex tapes uh oh yeah not so much in part two i think there was a part it was one, one. yeah is that is your camera on yeah no. our mm. main character was was taping over a sex tape that he made so you get little shots of that every once in a while <laughs> occasionally yeah yeah i mean that's fun you had to put some button boobs in there somewhere i mean nothing too explicit but you know nah. can't complain no 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 it, it makes the movie better um, so we move on to our next segment, which yeah, is a ride in the park, which is uh, Eduardo Sanchez, the one of the guys that actually worked on the original Blair Witch, mm-hmm. and uh, a guy by the name of Greg Hale, also known for producing the Blair Witch Project. It, it turns out there's a lot of Blair Witch influence on this one, which I mean, well, just I, the film other than the fact that it's in woods, just it turns out everybody who has ever made a Blair Witch movie has worked on VHS too. <laughs> so <laughs> including the caterers um, including the caterers but this is this is one of my favorite segments from this one it's uh, fun yeah, yeah you, guys riding a bike's got a gopro on you get the and, and again creative way of showing his perspective he's mm-hmm. got a bike helmet with a gopro stuck to it yeah but the best thing about this is you get the whole zombie perspective of a zombie apocalypse that's fantastic that, that's the whole like mission statement of this film or this segment is uh this guy early on gets fucked up by a zombie on a bike path, and then for the rest of the, I don't know, what, 10 more minutes, 15 minutes, something like that? Yeah, it's just, just him fucking people up. Running around being a zombie. And yep. it's, it's cool as fuck. You get to see the whole thing. I don't <laughs> want to give away too much. It's kind of, I mean, honestly, what do you expect? He's biting people. He's biting them. He's witnessing people biting I do love the, people. the family reunion in, like, the, the park that they, like, bump into. That, yeah, is, they, that is fucking great. They, they crash, like, a birthday party or whatever it is in a park pavilion. Does he get something um, stuck in his head at one point? I think it's a barbecue fork. In his eye. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He also gets run over by a car. Oh, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. I remember watching the trailer for VHS 2 when it, uh, before it actually came out, and I remember that being a part of it. Mm-hmm. The doop, 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 over top of the car. I thought that was so fucking cool. Yeah, this is a fun one. Oh, it was great. Really yeah. Fun. I had a, I, I love this. 2013. Good God. Um, Yeah, this one was a lot of fun. Uh, I guess we can move on to which might be considered the best of the... Of this, of this movie. This might be my favorite of any VHS segment. Safe Haven? I have to say, yeah. Really? Uh, well, it's in the t- top three, easily. So you have, a, why do we have the cameras? You got a film crew doing a documentary on a cult. And we actually get a couple different perspectives on this one. Oh, we have so many perspectives because you have security footage. Got security footage. We've got... Multiple uh, cameras. We got documentary camera. We've got a hidden camera that's in a button on someone's shirt. Yep. Um, so you get to see... The perspectives of at least like three or four different people, and the whole thing is is that they're going into this cult uh, to be like. Uh, first off, this is uh, Korean, right? Yes. 
Uh, and you were, uh, and I feel like they're they're doing like a Vice kind of documentary. Yeah, you know where they they're not necessarily trying to like. They want to. They kind of want to expose the inner workings, but they're not trying to get involved too much. But they're they're there's a little bit of deception involved. That's why they have like the hidden cameras. Oh yeah. Well, they think that the leader of the cult is just like a pedophile. Yes. Right. Well, he definitely is. They they make that obvious early on. Oh yeah, yeah they do. Um, but there's so much more. <laughs> there's so much more going on. Oh god. Um, they uh. So I guess essentially they infiltrate this cult. They get in. They're interviewing uh the leader. I forget. I think he's called like the father or something. Father, like that. yeah. And he's just this this little Korean guy. He's, he's <laughs> spastic. He's amazing. Ugh, um, spider monkey. Yeah, he's cool. He's he's a fun character. Um, but they uh, they go into his office. I think something happened where one of the one of the characters kind of wanders off and gets distracted. Another it's one the, goes the back. battery. Yeah, when someone goes back to the car to get a battery. Another one ends up in a classroom with a bunch of like young kids mm-hmm. who are like chanting and like playing like learning songs about the leader or whatever it's all very cult they're, oh yeah they're all just kind of it gives you a nice wide range perspective of what's going on in this cult compound and uh i eventually... should fucking start it. i mean minus the pedophilia part like i would fucking love to start a cult that'd be fun you literally can't do it without pedophilia i feel like say. i can just take everyone's money and... i mean you can try hmm? it's not gonna be successful mm. I wouldn't, like, have them all kill themselves either. Once I get the money, I'd be, like, out of town. Another mistake, man. Really? Everyone's got to kill themselves. How much do you actually know about cults? Oh, I'm, I'm enough, but, yeah, okay. I guess to have a successful one, everyone's got to die. I think more, basically what you're talking about is you want to make a Patreon account. If you just want people to give you money but not kill themselves or have sex with you. A damn that scary Patreon? Can we do that? I mean, sure. Let's set it up. Who wants to send us, well, who send Micah money? I'm not in this cult. <laughs> you don't want to be in the cult? My cult disbanded. Remember when we started my cult last year and it really just didn't pick up? It did not pick up. Nah, nobody wanted to join. No. I mean, I did. You're, I mean, you and Will were the only members. That's true. Yeah. You, um, you quickly found out that it was a cult of personality. <laughs> and, I was, and that I was just here to take your money in intercourse. <laughs> it didn't last. Uh, I, we can revive it. We can start a new... Now, this is where every all the shit fucking hits the fan. Yes. Yeah. And actually, uh, what is the catalyst? I don't remember what actually happens. I think when the guy was out to the car, the, the father just rips his shirt off and starts screaming or something. And he, like, like takes a fucking uh, uh, box cutter to the one dude's neck. Oh, some really good gore here. Oh, my God. It's barbaric. And, and then he says, like, oh, it's time, everybody. And all of a sudden, there's, there's sirens going off. Which uh, adds to it. There's... Uh, they they drag the girl into the basement and she gives birth to a demon. Oh my god! And With everybody a, kills themselves. Like a goat demon. Everybody sacrifices themselves and comes back as zombies. Yeah. Um. It's just chaos. It's mayhem in this cult compound, and uh, our main characters are just kind of running around. Uh, you're you're getting quick glimpses of all the fucking monstrous uh bullshit that's happening. Oh my god! It's great. Uh, this it's a really fun segment. Um. It's it's diverse. You've got zombies. You've got Cult demon sacrifices. Yeah. You've got uh, the birth of Baphomet, I think it is. You got a little, kind of yeah, it totally was. Korean Baphomet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. It's chaos. And, uh, you know, our main character struggles to escape, um, gets to a car. We think that he's getting out of there, but his 
His vehicle gets bored. Just bored yeah. by Baphomet the goat-headed demon. <laughs> um, and, and then I, it starts calling him daddy. Yeah, that's that's the, the twist at the end. It didn't seem like he was going to hurt him. It probably ate him. Mm. Probably ate part of him. Probably f- fucked him and then ate him. Yeah, that's kind of what That seems like a thing that he would do. That's what he's about, right? Yeah, it's kind of the thing. Yeah, yeah you got fucked by Baphomet. That one is fucking awesome. It's great. It's this. This is the best. Did you the see the guy that did this? Did the raid? I think so. I think this was the one. Okay. I, I know uh, the raid one and two. Yes, which Actually, are amazing. Yeah, uh, amazing films. If, if anybody hasn't seen them, Gareth Check Evans. Them yeah, he did the raid. If you like martial arts, if you like John Wick style. Uh, Guns and kicking. Oh, if you like Halloween Kills style. Yeah, if you like the way Mike Myers <laughs> acted in uh, Halloween Kills. <laughs> check out the Raid movies. Check out the Raid movies. Great direction. Elaborate violence. That's all I can say, and it's just nonstop. <laughs> all right, man. And then the last one on this, we have Slumber Party Alien Abduction. Yeah. Going a whole different direction here. This one's fun. Although I have to say these aliens are kind of, they're kind of just zombies. Why is everything a zombie to you? They're fucking aliens. They act like zombies. They don't eat anybody. They're not coming at you. They are though. No, they're not. They're Aren't like they? they're running in and grabbing you, snatching you up quick. Aren't they going like? Ugh. No, they're quick. Oh, so they're not ghouls. Once they get you, you're fucked. Okay. And they just snatch you off. Oh, maybe they're not like zombies. It's this one's cool. I mean, it, it's so simple too. Yeah, they're big gray aliens. Well, they're they're the grays. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So there's a a couple of kids having a slumber party. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden, there's big flashes of light and deafening noises coming from outside. Earlier, and I don't know if you picked this up, but earlier when they're swimming and they have like that wat- uh, waterproof like GoPro type thing, whatever, mm-hmm. could you see one of the aliens in the water? I don't think I caught that. Yeah, it's real quick. Really? Yeah, so the aliens have definitely been like scouting that place out. That's a cool touch. Yeah, it was. Like it was it. cool. Yeah, it um, was like really quick, just the alien, like the, si- like the profile of so it. So this this is another one where we're just kind of running chaotically. Oh, yeah. From house to woods to barn. Uh, just you get the perspective of things chasing you. Uh, different characters just desperately trying to escape while you see other side characters getting captured and torn from uh, from the confines of gravity up into a mothership, I assume. And uh, the great thing about this is the camera gets strapped to the dog. Yeah. So we're yeah, we're I looking, do like uh, that. We're looking from the perspective of our favorite uh, good boy. Yeah, buddy, little buddy. We'll call him buddy. No call. Looks him buddy. like a buddy. He is. Uh, he is credited first on this segment. And in the he's credit section. also the one like when they're in the spaceship, the aliens are like, "We don't need this thing. Just turn toss them out." I kind of hated that. Me too. Yeah. Me too. What did they want a pet? The. Uh, the ending sucked. The hated, ending is the ending. so depressing. And I have to say, I mean, it's a horror movie. It's gore. It's it's <sighs> shocking. It's, you know, I hate to see a dog die. Every time. And, Every uh, time. It is what it is. Two stars. <laughs> I mean. Two scaries. I give it a reluctant five out of five. Yeah. Yeah, of course you do. Oh, and that's it for uh, fucking VHS2 pretty much. Yeah. And then uh, it turns out that kid had his face blown off and kills the guys in the i don't know yeah the kid uh the kid that the pis were looking for in the vhs house um they watched the final uh footage of him where he shoots himself in the face which strangely it doesn't blow off the back of his head it blows off his jaw i don't know if that makes a whole lot it of just kind of dangles yeah but he uh he ends up I, I think the the woman becomes possessed by something uh the man shoots her in the head while she's chasing him then he hides in a closet 
the kid who shot himself uh, strangely in the jaw or mouth yeah. ends up attacking him and gives a thumbs up to the camera. I, and then I like, actually kind of like that. It's hilarious. I don't totally get it, but I like it. Good ending. Yeah, I dude, fuck it, man. It's awesome. VHS two is easily my favorite uh, of, of the series. Oh shit! Back on that, uh, Jason Eisner is the one that did Slumber Party Alien Abduction. Uh, for those of you that don't know who that is, he uh, did Hobo with a Shotgun and Turbo Kid. Turbo Kid is fantastic. So is Hobo with a Shotgun. So is Hobo with a Shotgun. Yeah, man. Love your work, buddy. Oh boy. Which leads to this. I remember uh years back when VHS viral was coming out. It was such a big deal. It was hyped. And uh I had like a little like party on Halloween. It was a, a another couple came over. Uh I was with my my uh my my wife and then uh it was you and Britt came over. Yeah, we were there. And uh we were worst so, night of my life. Probably the worst night ever. I've always thought you you throw terrible parties. <laughs> I didn't want to tell you that until just now, but uh, goddamn, dude, dude, that this VHS viral sucks yeah, it's not so fucking much. They take away the, the the VHS part to where it's just all online. Why are you calling it VHS? Yeah, it's kind of just stupid. It's so stupid. You got a, a segment with like another dimension with dick monsters. I mean, it's hard to say <sighs> no to that, but. It's a little weird. Yeah, I, I love dick monsters too, but that just sucked. And also, I mean, there were some warlocks. Uh, the the magicians. So like you come, you have a movie that has both dick monsters and warlocks, and somehow it's not great. Like I, it's hard to believe, but here we are. And there was like something with like a van driving around. Yeah, that was that was like the overarching plot where the there was a van driving around just fucking people's minds up. And like with uh, some sort of like hypnotizing uh, frequency. It would drive by. You'd look at your phone and then be like, "Whoa, I'm fucked up now." And then you start committing crime. Yeah, I think it was some. It was supposed to be some kind of social commentary. Ah, uh, sure, sure. Fuck viral. Fuck viral. Fuck you, viral. Get oh, it out of here. And there was that segment with the annoying skateboarder kids that went down to Mexico and battled zombies, and it's it was just stupid. Again with the zombies. I don't know if they were zombies, Greg. Ah, they were fucking ghouls. Not everything could be. They were ghouls. <laughs> They were Can definitely we compromised. Can we say they're ghouls? Can we stop talking about viral? Yeah. Oh, I don't God. like viral. Viral wasn't great. No. Viral sucked. Which leads us to the new installment of VHS. VHS 94. 94. Oh, my God. It brought life back to the series. And I got to tell you, like, leading up to this, I was really fucking nervous watching this one. I thought it was going to be another viral. I was really hoping it wouldn't be. Yeah, like I'm like, where do we where do we go from here? But I love that it's 1994, so it's all going to be like that, like you know, little vintage. It was a very good year, a great year. Yeah, I uh, the Offspring were huge. Green Day was huge. I know you're a big Green Day fan. Oh, the biggest, um, <laughs> probably Alanis Morissette. I, I think that was next year. I don't know if she was. 95. Yet. Jagged Little Pill came out in 95. Uh, Nirvana were certainly, uh, well, dead by then. Dead. Yeah. No, they were dead. Shit. Yeah, there you go, buddy. Well, maybe 94 was uh, an okay year. 94 was fun, I think. I was 11 years old, so. It was a great time for video cassette tapes. It certainly was. And we're going to learn that by watching this film. Now, we're, this one just came out. Mm-hmm. It's exclusive to Shudder. So you got to get on Shutter and watch this one. Uh, again, it's uh, the original creator, uh, Brad uh, Brad Miska and uh, David Bruckner, were kind of like the driving force behind this. And they're back. They're back, baby. Uh, they give us uh, a new little story instead of like 
going into a house. It's more of a compound, and it's a SWAT team. It's a fucking raid. It is a raid. We got a, a whole team. And the, the kind of cool thing about this raid is that uh, we actually get a little bit of like personality and character development from the SWAT members. They're not generic. I kind of liked it. I did, too. Yeah, they, I, they all had their you, own kind of things going on. You picked up on that, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I dug that. I feel like they did that on purpose. You think so? It was not an accident. That's cool. Yeah. They say, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, quite a bit, though. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Oh, what? oh, oh it's the... hot in here. <laughs> Somebody close a window, please. <laughs> um, so what's our first segment? Dude, our first segment is uh, Storm Drain, which was uh, directed by Chloe Ucano. And easily one of the best of the entire series. Oh, my God. Without I a doubt. love this so much, and we can, we're, we promise you... Don't stop listening because we're not going to spoil anything because we want you to fucking watch this. No, I don't want to spoil things. Uh, but there is a creature. I'm, I'm going to come out and say it. There is a creature in this one. Mm-hmm. And the design of the creature is in fucking sane. It's horrendous. It is. It's actually scary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a little xenomorphish. A little xenomorph. A little like. Baby. There's a baby head in there somewhere. Yeah. It's weird. Um, And it is uh, the kind of feral that you only become from living in the sewers your whole life. So I would say probably maybe a little bit of chud in there. Sure. Just a, just a dash of chud. On Wait, this one. is this creature a chud? I think technically, right? I think this looks a lot better than the chuds. It is a uh, cannibalistic humanoid <laughs> underground dweller. I think that makes it a little bit of a chud. Okay, okay. I like it. I like it. You don't know if it's a cannibal. That's debatable. It's a creature. It could be creature... Humanoid. Uh, you know, I don't think that works. Maybe it's not a chud. Maybe it's not a chud. I want to believe. Who would win in a fight? This creature or a chud? Are we not going to say the name? Well, we'll say it. Ratma. 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 Hail Ratma. Hail Ratma. Hail Ratma. Hail Ratma. Um, Hail the fuck manicus. Yeah, no, because chuds are just like shitty people. Yeah. They're just like homeless <laughs> so, people that got like, what, slept on some sewage waste? Yeah, and woke up in the sewer. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> so <laughs> this um, thing is a is a is a being. It's a monster. It's a monster. This is a mo- so it would definitely destroy a chud. Uh, and uh, one of my fucking favorite, my new favorite gags is in this segment, mm-hmm. and I can't give it away, but it happens at a news broadcast. Yeah, it's great. It's so good, and it reminds me of the special effects from I. Uh, uh, Oh my god, Scare Package. There you go. That came out last year in 2020, which was my favorite film to come out in 2020. I was going to say that. Uh yeah, what a shit year and Scare Package just like saved saved the year, man. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I always appreciate a good pun title. <laughs> Who doesn't? Yeah. Uh and then after that we have uh uh The Empty Wake, which is uh also done by Simon Barrett. He's back in this, the guy from Your Next Fame. Very cool. Uh, neat segment. It's just a girl alone at a funeral home, and she has to... I think she's been hired to, like, document it, but, uh, but nobody shows up. Yeah. Something yeah, like basically. Uh, and it, everything kind of takes a turn. It's fucking awesome. Things go to hell. You gotta as, see As it. you would expect. We won't give anything away. No. No, but, oh, god damn, dude, this fucking next one. So good. I love this one so, so much. This one is called The Subject... Also directed by our favorite director from The Raid. Yeah. Raid uh, 2 and uh, whatever that segment was in VHS 2 with The Cult. Yes. He's back. Another more... I love Korean horror. Oh, he's better than ever. It's This one is so fucking good. It follows a doctor who is underground and he's, he's like a mad scientist type thing and he's trying to splice 
bodies together with bio biotechnical shit. Bit like, of a modern day Frankenstein. Frankenstein? Yeah, I love it. Uh, again, cannot give enough away. Can't can't give shit away from this. It, fuck, I can't even talk right now. I cannot. You can't. I don't want to spoil anything on this one. We shouldn't spoil. We're not going to spoil anything. So we're just going to fucking tell you that it is awesome and you have to watch it. And last but not least, Ryan Prowse does this one called Terror, which follows a group of what you think are Proud Boys. But it turns out. Militia cult guys. It turns out they're not after the government. They're a holy order. Of 15th century vampire hunters. Yeah, pretty much. Is that right? That is pretty much uh, it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, VHS 94 is fucking great. Every segment is fucking great. Yeah, good stuff. There's, I mean, I don't, I'm not even going to say like any of these are sleepers. No. The segments in it. It's fucking awesome. Pretty much the best one since number two, I would say. <laughs> so, <laughs> better than viral. Uh, strong contender for best of the series. But uh, I, I still have to say VHS 2 is my favorite. This was fun, Greg. Very fun. I like just bullshitting about fun stuff. What, you mean like horror movies? Yeah. That's fun. VHS, well, we covered a whole fucking series, VHS, man. Yeah, in a matter of like fucking half an hour. Yeah, sure. We're good at this. We're so good at this. Really I'm good at sex. You're bad at sex. I'm good at sex. You're bad at sex. How dare you? I'm sorry, buddy. Uh, dude, Halloween's coming. And you know what that means. I don't, I don't know. Candy? You're not following me on this? What are you, what are you, what are you getting at? You know what that means. Oh. Uh, what does that mean? Oh, uh, Fright World. It means I want to go to a haunted house. Yay. <laughs> I used to work at a haunted house, man. That's fucking cool. Dude, it was a good time. I got to tell you, that may be, for all of our listeners out there, if you need like uh, a little extra scratch during, uh, I don't know, fall or whatever. And you fancy yourself a bit of an actor? Go fucking apply at a haunted house and just have yourself a good time. I mean, they're not going to give you a SAG card or anything, but. You're not going to get a sad card. They'll paint you up and let you scream in the face of strangers. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. fucking great. Who wouldn't want to do that? Hey, you get to meet some cool people doing it. Yeah. It's definitely a lot of fun. Can't touch uh, them, though, because they might sue. Oh, yeah. So if you are in Buffalo, New York, or the western New York area, you have to go check out Fright World. It's kind of the big one around here. Yeah, absolutely have to. There's five houses. Um, Not a lot has been updated. In recent years. Aside from the fact that this year it's at an old Kmart. Yeah, yeah, that part's kind of cool. So if that appeals to you. It was either that or a spirit that was going to move in. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> Something was going to show up in that. Something uh, was going to show up in there. In that large abandoned building. So it ended up being Fright World. Yeah, it uh, was cool. Yeah, all the actors did a great job this year. Uh, I know Greg had a chance to go. I had a chance to go. That was awesome. No, it was definitely a good time. So if you're in the area, definitely check it out. Five spooky houses of pandemonium. That's how I described it. So you had a good good experience? Yeah. All right. <laughs> five out of five. Five out of five. That's awesome. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, you should go on a weekday when the lines aren't so long, though. That was my big criticism. You go on a Saturday night like some kind of dumbass, which is what I did, and uh, you're going to end up waiting a little bit in each of these lines. Um, I would almost make the argument that the speed pass is probably worth the money. Yeah, probably. Pay that extra 15 bucks, skip to the front of the line like a goddamn VIP. <laughs> and uh, A VIP. Yeah. And watch everybody in the rest of the line just curse your fucking name as you enter that house in front of them. Because <laughs> that's exactly what happens. Do I, you... I saw a man get spit on. What? Yeah. Oh, man. That's dirty. Mm. Did he spit back? No. No. He just he went into the house. Oh, that's probably... I, very passive. Mm, yeah. Um. Do you... Now, on Halloween, what is your go-to Halloween movie to watch? 
Like Halloween night? Yeah. Night of Halloween? Night of Halloween. Usually Reanimator. Really? Followed immediately by Bride of Reanimator. No shit. Yeah, in the past that's been my big one. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I usually watch VHS Viral. Oh, of course. Yes, uh, a classic staple. The best of the series. You know, I usually do a uh, a little double feature. I watch uh, Halloween and then I watch Trick or Treat. Okay, that's, that's a good choice. Yeah, I figure uh, Tales that's... of Halloween is always a good one too. Oh, I, love, I fucking love Tales of Halloween. I, I do enjoy that one on a, on a fine Sam Hain. I don't watch it right on Halloween, but leading up to Halloween, I always watch Night of the Demons. Okay, because it takes place on Halloween night. Of course. Yeah, that's a that's a real good one, man. Good stuff. Yeah. And if you're feeling a little randy, you go for a season of The Witch. Ooh, Tom Atkins is in that. Yeah, Tom Hankins or whatever that you just said. <laughs> We're going to get so much hate mail. I mean, he's cool. It's Tom Atkins. I know. Yeah, he's fucking, he's a legend. What did I say? Hankins. Oh. <laughs> Jenkins. I don't believe that. I believe that, player. Sure. All right, man. Well, on that note, man, you got anything else? Uh, Just one question. What's that? What the fuck are we doing next month, man? Any idea? I don't know. Do you have an idea? Starting November? Thanks killing. Thanks killing. Four weeks in a row. (laughs) We're doing thanks killing? Yep. Thanks killing three, because they skipped two, went right to three. I love that. We're going to do thanks killing fan fiction. Yep. We're going to do thanks killing fan erotica. You got me with that one. You might even learn a thing or two. Maybe you'll learn something about yourself. Going to learn something about stuffing turkeys. Gobble, gobble, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) all right so all terrible jokes aside why don't you all just fucking love each other yeah and uh you know what man keep it care for for, keep what keep it all right this is the end of the fucking episode (laughs) keep we'll see you next time it's spooky. spooky